in. Welcome to the Joy Report with Rhonda in sunny Tampa, Florida. I'm so glad you tuned in today. We're going to be talking about the Word of God and how amazing that we have the Holy Bible. 66 books in total, 39 in the old and 27 in the new. And every word is inspired by the Spirit of God for our edification, for us to grow, us to learn how to live our lives, how to conduct ourselves, how to position ourselves. So packed full of so many stories in the Old Testament. The old is a type and a shadow of the new. There's so many beautiful stories and so much wisdom and understanding as we grow and develop, but there's such an emphasis in this hour that we need to be reading and studying the Word of God. We need to value God's Word. So here are seven important reasons why the Bible is the supreme value to our lives. If we don't read the Bible, we won't walk in darkness. That's right. We're going to walk in the light. It's the light of God's word. In Psalms 119, 130, it says, the entrance of your words give light. It gives understanding to the simple. So there's understanding that comes when you read the word of God. And you know, the Holy Spirit on the inside of you is helping you as you read the word. You know, a lot of people, they'll read the King James and it's these and thou's. I love the King James, but I also love the new international version as well. And so it's easier to understand. And then there's the message Bible that is more modern day. And there's so many different uh, translations of the Word of God. But it's good to get the different translations because you get to see it in a different light and a different perspective. Sometimes the scriptures, there's a whole lot of different words that are added from a different translation to help you understand, to get it on the inside of you. And it's all good because that light is going to drive out the darkness. So we know the entrance of God's word brings light. It brings understanding to the simple. You know, Psalms 119, 105, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So just like you use a sun, you lose a flashlight and you are in the dark and you got that flashlight going on the sidewalk. Well, that's what the word of God, it is a lamp unto your feet and to your path. So if we don't read the Bible, we won't be straight and clear on doctrine and we won't be open to deception. That's right. What is deception? It's when you're deceived. It's when there's like a filter or there's a lens. Have you ever had your glasses really dirty? Well, it's like you all of a sudden you're tainted and you don't see things clearly. There's like a deception because the enemy, he came to kill, steal, and destroy. And you see, he's after you. He's after the anointing on your life. He's after you. He doesn't want you to step over. He doesn't want you to have the benefits that the Bible talks about. He wants to take things from you. He wants to steal things from you. But he's been found out in the name of Jesus. And in this hour that we're living in, you need to apply the name of Jesus. And whenever you say, I plead the blood of Jesus and use the name of Jesus, because all power and authority has been invested in the name of Jesus. And it's so powerful. So if you're in situations, you plead the blood of Jesus and say the name of Jesus and all heaven comes. And the ministering angels, we have ministering angels that go up to bat for us. 
You know, the Bible says that he's fighting our battles for us. So God comes on the scene. His word is there. He's watching over his word to perform it in our lives. He's watching. He doesn't miss anything. He knows all things because the Holy Spirit, the job of the Holy Spirit is he knows all things that he's the, even the hidden things, the hidden things. He knows all things. He knows the secrets that are spoken in the quiet places, in the corners. He knows all things and every hidden thing shall be made manifest. That's what the word of God says. And when we become a, a person that loves the word of God and quotes the word of God, we're going to have different results from somebody else that's not meditating on the word of God, because you're going to be growing in the life in the knowledge of the Lord. You're going to have understanding on some things. You're going to know some things by the Spirit because you are a spirit. You live in a body and you have a soul. Well, your soul is your will, your mind, your emotions. And you know, when it talks in the Bible, in, in Matthew um, chapter 15, verse 19, for out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, you know, so we can have evil thoughts in our hearts. We can have all kinds of thoughts that come through our mind, but they're not always our thoughts, right? So the Bible says, take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. So we take thoughts captive we don't dwell on them. We don't think on them. Amen. So how many times do you forgive your brother? Do you know, remember when he asked, he says, Lord, how many times do seven times? He goes, no, 70 times seven. So guess what? You're going to stay constantly practicing forgiveness, constantly practicing love, constantly practicing the word of God, because that is what we do, because we are Christians and we are known by our love. Amen. So we know that as we study the word, as we speak the word, we're growing in the things of God. In 1 Timothy 4.1, it says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. And so when we move over here to Matthew, it says, For out of the heart proceed evil evil thoughts, murders, adulterous, fornication, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man, right? <laughs> Do you remember that? They were asking, well, why don't they wash their hands, right? Well, what he's saying is spiritually, these are things that can attach and things that get in your heart. That's why we have to guard our heart for out of it flow all issues of life. We have to, we are the gardener, you know, he is the vine, but we are the fruit that's on the vine. He that abideth in the vine abideth in him. So we are partakers of his divine nature. In 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. It is profitable for all doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. You know, righteousness is right standing with God. We all stand in that place of righteousness. You can't earn it. You don't deserve it, but you receive it because you're a child of God. And you can cry, Abba, Father. He's your father. You are his child. And and he's looking after you. He's watching over you. And he's watching over his word to perform it. 
So he wants you to hear. He wants to hear his word come out of your mouth. He wants you to be full of faith. And when you're full of faith, you're speaking his word with all boldness. He says, come boldly into the throne room of grace. So when you come to pray, you come boldly to talk to him. You come boldly into that place of prayer and you start speaking with all the authority of heaven because every blessing is yes and amen, but you've got to know your authority and you know your authority when you know the word. So it's the simplisticness of every day, opening your Bible, studying scripture, reading passages and just eating, you know, just like you eat your meal and you have snacks and you're preparing food, we'll prepare a spiritual meal. You sit down and eat a spiritual meal so you get full in your spirit because you are a spirit. You live in a body, amen, but you are a spirit being because God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So it's the truth of God's word when you read the scripture, but then there's something about being filled with the Holy Spirit. And so we worship him in spirit. Amen. So if we don't read the Bible, we have no food and no nourishment for our spirit. So it's giving us food. It's giving our spirit man life. It's the spirit beings need spiritual food. That's right. You know, a squirrel needs squirrel food. Have you ever seen squirrels out on your tree? Uh, for some reason, they like to come on my porch and leave their little droppings. And their tiny, tiny little droppings looks like tiny, tiny baby little Tootsie Rolls. You know, it's not pleasant to go out there and find out all that those squirrels have left their little droppings. But when we get full of the Spirit of God, guess what's going to happen? We're going to give it out just like those squirrels everything that goes through those squirrels and they eat it all comes out but spiritually when you fill up you're gonna you're gonna overflow and it's gonna start coming out of your mouth you're gonna start living by that word you're gonna start directing your actions are gonna be directed by the word of God that's on the inside of you you're gonna grow in the knowledge of the word amen so our spirits will stay starved and uninformed they shrivel up they dry and they're immature unless we feed our inward man the word of God. So yes, I was reading in the mysteries of the anointing by Benny Hen, and he was talking about the anointing that bides on the inside of you. How does it abide on the inside of you? Because it's nourished because you're feeding your spirit. You're not, you're, you know, every day you're thinking on the things of the Lord that you're reminding the Lord, how much you love him, how much you're thankful for all that he's doing in your life and in your family and in your ministry and everything that you have and everything that you're ever going to have comes from him. And so we're so thankful that we have a heavenly father that is watching over us, that is keeping us, that is, is with us and that is for us. <laughs> and so we're so thankful that we have that union with him and that he is our nourishment. And so when we fill up, and we get full and not starving our inward man. We're abiding in him. But did you know that you can starve your spirit man? And when you starve your spirit man, the mind is not born again. <laughs> Newsflash, your spirit 
Come on, when you confess Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, your will, which is your your mind, your will and your emotions, that's your soul. So you are willing, and it says the willing and obedient shall eat the good of the land. So you are willing to confess him as your Lord and Savior and invite him into your heart. So then you have to renew your mind because all of those old things are passed away. All of those old sins are forgiven, but then you have to fill up on God's word. So you learn how to walk in the light of the word. And see, you walked in a different way. You were going in a different direction. But when the light of the word came in and you invited Jesus into your heart, he came on the scene and he drives out the darkness. He drives out all of those behaviors, all of those addictions and everything that tried to get on you. He drives it out. And the word every day reading, you abide in the word and you abide in the vine. And so when you abide in the vine, you're going to produce much fruit, but you're going to guard the fruit. You're going to guard your heart because out of it flow the issues of life. And so the everyday reading and filling up, feeding your spirit keeps you in a state of being born again. So every day that you choose not to, then your old self, your old thinking can creep back in there. Your old ways, the old ways of doing things because you, the Bible talks about renewing your mind. And so when we renew our mind, then it's directing us and it's, it's not, um, you know, our spirit man can control us, not our emotions or our will, you know, um, just what we want to do, you know, because we have to be controlled by our spirit man. We want our spirit man to dominate us 24 hours a day. If you feed the spirit, you starve the flesh. But if you feed the flesh, you starve the spirit. So you want your spirit man dictating your life, making the choices and decisions, the right ones according to the word of God. That's why there's such an emphasis on reading and studying and praying and seeking the Lord. So I just admonish you today, get in your prayer closet, get in that secret place, continue your reading plan, make note cards, take your Bible in your, have a little one in your car, have one at your workplace, wherever you are, make note cards so you can see the word of God, so you can eat it. Come on, you can eat it because it is, it's life giving. The word of God is life giving. So allow that to be, to take first place when you get up in the morning, whenever, you know, you don't have to be religious about it, but you do need to have that continual feed with the Holy Spirit and the spirit of God. And you know, it's the three in one, the father. Sometimes I talk to the father. Sometimes I talk to Jesus and I just thank him for the price that he paid for me, that he suffered and he died. He paid that ultimate price. His blood was spilled out for me so that I could have victory, so I could have the abundant life, the life, the victory, victory in Jesus. And then the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of me. It's that still small voice. And when I'm feeding my spirit, man, he is speaking and I can hear him. 
I can hear him above everything else. But when you starve the spirit and you feed your flesh, that's doing everything else but reading, studying, praying, giving yourself to the word, listening to an anointed messages, uh, going and fellowshipping. Don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. There's just edification when you gather with people of like precious faith. It's so beautiful. I'm a part of so many prayer groups. I love it. I love praying. I love seeking the Lord. I love interceding. I love that because in the hour that we're living, we need more prayer going forth for our families, for our ministries, for that which we're, you know, to get through. You know, we got through COVID. Now there's other things that are planned in store for us. Amen. In store good things in the word that are in store for us. And then there's not so good things that are coming, but we can make ourselves ready spiritually. So we are not caught off hand off guard because the bible says that the holy spirit will show you things to come so i trust that and i'm believing for you that the holy spirit's going to show you the things to come amen so we're going to just sign off today but god bless you you have a jesus filled day this is the joy report reporting live from tampa florida so god bless you and you just get to reading get to studying get to praying because study time never goes to waste there's always a beauty in study that study time that prayer time will give you more hours in the day to do the things that you want to do it will just god will multiply your time because you went to him and you gave yourself to him you gave your first fruits of your day to him so just know that i love you god loves you and we'll see you soon we'll talk to you soon but just know that he is watching over his word and he's watching over you and he's coming back for his church without spot nor wrinkle nor blemish he says will i find faith on the earth so stir yourself up in your most holy faith today and know that he's watching he hears everything he knows everything and he's coming back for you and i he's coming back for his church so you be blessed god bless you bye-bye